Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning card on Tuesday. So after a meltdown on Monday, I bounce back with a good one on Tuesday. I go four and one. So let's recap the winning card for you. In college football, I had Middle Tennessee plus the 14 and a half. They made a couple late turnovers in the fourth quarter. I thought they could have tied it, had a shot to win the football game. Ultimately, they lose by seven, but I get to cash the plus 14 and a half. I had Western Kentucky and Jacksonville State in the first half under the 29 and a half. That one got really sweaty, but I get it home. Ultimately, there was only 37 points for the game. Can't believe I had to sweat out the first half as much as I did, but I cashed the ticket at a plus 100, so no complaints here. Then I had South Alabama and Southern Miss under the 27 and a half in the first half, and the Golden Eagles didn't score, so I think I should cash that ticket, right? No. Their defense could not stop the Jaguars. 31-0 at halftime, South Alabama. So I lose that ticket, and that's my lone loser on the card for Tuesday. Major League Baseball, I had the Phillies and the D-backs in the first five, under the four and a half at a minus 125. Could have got a little more aggressive there. Could have played the under three and a half at plus money. Final score after five innings, Phillies were up 2-0. I cashed the ticket. No complaints, just left a little money on the table probably. Then on the frozen pond, hey, it finally worked out for me and was a nice hit too. I had the Edmonton Oilers on the puck line at a plus 170, and they made it easy on me. They won 6-1, to one and we cashed a nice one. So four in one day, and then our new pick four contest with Toby. He goes two and two, so thank you, Toby. You backed his play with Bryce Harper to get a walk on Twitter, so I had an extra unit on that, so we won that as well. And then my expected value plays go two and two, but they were all plus money. So we turned profit there as well. So hopefully you enjoyed that podcast. And once again, if you want to participate in the pick four contest, which the next contestant will be playing for $110. If you pick all four picks right on the podcast, please let me know. DM me. Send me an email. That'd be greatly appreciated. I'm looking for more people, obviously, to join that show and looking forward to seeing where we can go with things. And once again, special thanks to Toby for being the guinea pig. First time we ever did the podcast. It was a new format. Had some fun with it. And if you didn't listen to that, please go back and listen to that podcast. I thought it was interesting anyway. But now, let's get to the card for Wednesday. It's my final card before I go on vacation here. So hopefully, I can go out a winner. Here we go. Major League Baseball. I'm going to take the Houston Astros plus the 110 over Texas. So the Rangers were 50 and 31 at home in the regular season. The Astros were 51 and 30 on the road in the regular season. So two good teams. The Rangers are 7 and 0 so far in the playoffs. That's tied for second in the history of baseball. The longest streak was in 2014 when the Kansas City Royals won their first eight consecutive playoff games. All good things must come to an end. My winning streaks never make it to eight. I don't see Texas reaching eight either. Max Scherzer goes for the Rangers. He last pitched on September the 12th. Last time he faced Houston was on September the 6th. He lasted just three innings in that start, giving up seven runs, including three homers. So the Astros' sticks are going to have some confidence. He did have a successful start against Houston back in June, going eight innings, giving up just one run. Christian Javier gets the call for the Astros. One start in the playoffs at Minnesota. He went five innings, no runs, allowing just one hit. He was shaky, though, at times. He did walk five and hit one, so that's a concern. 
But nonetheless, he continued his fine pitching in the postseason. He has a career 5-1 and one record, 1.91 ERA in the postseason. Playoffs have had far too many sweeps this year. Somehow, some way, the Astros will win this one. So give me Houston plus the 110 on the money line at Texas. Next up, we have two college football games in the card. We start with Florida International at Sam Houston. So FIU is 3-4 and four overall, 0-3 in Conference USA. Sam Houston is 0-6 overall, 0-3 in Conference USA. The 0-6 team, averaging just 262 yards per game on offense, is favored by five. Toss out their 28-point performance against Jacksonville State, and the Bearcats are averaging 7.8 points per game in their other five games. I repeat, they are the team favored by five, averaging 7.8 points per game in their other five games. FIU has lost three straight by 32, 17, and 13. Both teams lost to New Mexico State by a similar margin, 14 and 17. Sam Houston played Liberty much tougher, a five-point loss versus a 32-point loss for FIU. I wanted to bet the first half under, but it's weighted at a minus 130. I just couldn't do that. So I I decided I was going to pass on this game, but with a small card tonight, I'm actually going to touch it. Sam Houston lost 14 to nothing at BYU. They lost 13 to 3 against Air Force. They played Liberty tough. The computer numbers are what they are for a reason. This team is good enough to win a football game. Let's lay the five with the team that will likely drive me crazy all night on offense. I'm on Sam Houston minus the five against Florida International. Next up on the card for you, it's New Mexico State minus the three at UTEP. So as most of you know, I'm a proud member of the Jerry Kill fan club. Old country Jerry is one of my all-time favorites. Legendary coach Bum Phillips once said about Bear Bryant that he could take his team and beat your team, then take your team and beat his team. Country Jer isn't Bear Bryant, but in games of less than a touchdown favorite, he's pretty dang good. This is year two at New Mexico State. In his two years there, he's 4-0 straight up and against the spread when favored by less than a touchdown. He's also 4-1 straight up and 5-0 against the spread when an underdog of less than a touchdown. UTEP might actually be the better team. They've played the tougher schedule. The computer numbers say that they should be the favored team. But with Jerry Kill coaching at New Mexico State, I'm going to lay the three with the Aggies on the road. I mean, New Mexico State minus the three. Next up, we go to the Frozen Pond. Can I hit back-to-back? We'll find out. Only two games in the NHL, so it was slim pickings. But I'm going to go with the Ottawa Senators minus the one and a half against the Washington Capitals at a plus 150. So the Senators have five to two wins in back-to-back games, including last time out against Tampa Bay. After losing 4-0 in the opener to Pittsburgh, Washington bounced back with a nice 3-2 win over Calgary last time out. Most power polls quickly moved the Senators, though, up the charts based on their scoring. I'll buy into the excitement and lay the one and a half on the puck line tonight with Ottawa over Washington. Then to wrap up the card here, I have six NFL home underdogs for week seven that I'm locking in. I'm on the Chicago Bears plus the three against the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm on the Indianapolis Colts plus the two and a half against the Cleveland Browns. I'm on the New England Patriots plus the nine against the Buffalo Bills. 
I'm on the New York Giants, plus the two against the Washington Commanders. I'm on the Denver Broncos, plus the one and a half against the Green Bay Packers. I'm on the Minnesota Vikings, plus the seven against the San Francisco 49ers. So those are the six home NFL underdogs that I'm locking in. I will, of course, be playing every first quarter under. I'll post those in the show notes once available. I will add some prop bets and some additional plays at some point over the next few days. I will have my college football card, full card, probably dropping on Wednesday at some time. And then once again, with me on vacation traveling, I hope to sneak in maybe one, maybe two podcasts that'll touch on those NFL prop bets and maybe some other things. But other than that, once again, I'll be off the grid for the majority of the next few days. Let's recap the card again for Wednesday. That's enough housekeeping. Sorry for all the housekeeping every day. Major League Baseball, I'm on Houston, plus the 110 over Texas. College football, oh boy, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet on Sam Houston, minus the five over Florida International. I'll back Jerry Kill and New Mexico State, minus the three at UTEP. On the frozen pond, I have the Ottawa Senators, minus the one and a half in the puck line against the Washington Capitals at a plus 150. Your NFL home underdogs for week seven. I'm on the Bears, plus the three. The Colts, plus the two and a half. The Patriots, plus the nine. The Giants, plus the two. The Broncos plus the one and a half, and the Vikings plus the seven. So that's your card for a Wednesday. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.